When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Wom Faraz. Wom Faraz. Wom Faraz. I am Faraz. Wom. I'm here with Zach Rizzuto. Let's get it. Wide receivers and tight ends episode. We're going to go over all those guys going into week six. We're going over our rankings. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Friday. Uh, before we get into the news, let's briefly chat about last night's game between the Chiefs and the Broncos. What a great game. Just kidding. Oh, Travis awesome. Kelsey, uh, <laughs> awesome to see the, the, the after the catch stuff, right? It looks like his ankle is good to go. Uh, going over 100 yards. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, man, look, the fact that this is turning into a team that depends on the run is kind of hilarious to me. Like, you have the best quarterback in the league. You give him no weapons outside of Kelsey, so you have to run the ball. Uh, but it's turning into a great role for Pacheco. Uh, 63 yeah. percent of snaps in this game 22 touches six targets like dude like this is awesome this is exactly what you want to see uh according to fantasy life's uh utilization report his share of the rushing attempts has been above 60 percent in three of five games uh this week he saw 89 percent of the backfield's rushing attempts okay that's 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 nice right and uh yeah. he's averaging 20 touches a game over the last four games okay and he's playing well uh he's top 10 in among qualifying running backs in both missed tackles forced per rush uh and then he's top 10 in yards at the contact per rush he's fifth in yards at the contact per rush so uh he was my rb12 going into last night for the week and it seems like he should stay around that right that like high-end rb2 range moving forward based on his utilization so far like especially like over the last few weeks yeah, and you just look at the production, too. It's not just the utilization he's getting, but the production is there, too. You know, he's putting up, like you mentioned, solid RB2 numbers. He actually has uh, an RB6 finish in there as well, and that was against the Jets. So that's impressive. I like Isaiah Pacheco. I, I think it's funny. I think he's one of the – you know, he puts some of the most effort into his running that I see a lot of running backs put in there. Like, I don't know if you saw the one post they were talking about, like, how some running backs have no wasted movement when they run. Like, Isaiah Pacheco yeah. is not that guy. You know, he's like throwing right. himself everywhere when he's running. It's hilarious. But um, yeah, the targets <laughs> are what really, you know, just they, they they stuck out to me. I mean, look at the backfield too. Jerick McKinnon also had five targets of his own. You know, it's really speaks to the lack of weapons at wide receiver that the Chiefs have because the fact that you're targeting your running backs, these running backs, not that I don't want to crap on Isaiah Pacheco too much, but you have a receiving back in Jarek McKinnon. If Isaiah Pacheco's getting six targets, that tells you what you need to know about the Chiefs wide receivers. Honestly, your best receivers at this point to bet on, if you want to take the over and a couple of the underdog pickums, you know, it's not even worth taking a shot at any of these Chiefs receivers. I'd maybe take a look at, you know, the running backs and see if you could get them some work because They've been killing it these past couple of weeks. And Isaiah Pacheco, I mean, we know the ceiling isn't humongous, but he's been doing the best that he can. You know, it's not like he's 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 been producing at a very, you know, significant level the past few weeks. And I think he's going to continue to do that. He's got good matchups coming up. He's got Denver in week eight after the Chargers next week. Like, it's looking good. Jaleel McLaughlin seems to have earned a role. By the way, like, up until, like, I watched the, watched the game between the Broncos and the Jets, 
I always thought Jaleel McLaughlin, it was pronounced McLaughlin. So that's what yeah. I kept saying up going into that week. So now I feel kind of kind of stupid. But uh, Jaleel it's McLaughlin. A situation, yeah. No, well, he corrected it for everybody, right? Yeah, I just right, right, said right. it wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to have earned a role uh, in this backfield. He led the Broncos backfield in snaps. Uh, Javante only led in opportunities 10 to 9. He looked good, though. Um, you know, so between him and McLaughlin, like it seems to be a little bit of a committee between these two guys moving forward. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan had uh, no carries in this game, he only had two targets. Uh, P. Ryan can be dropped if you still have him because he's not the handcuff here anymore, right? So it's like right. he doesn't really provide that much value, even flex value. You know, he he's pretty good in the receiving game. He did his thing last week with Javante out, but you know, Jaleel McLaughlin was the guy that you know you want, and he's like he's going to be the guy. Uh, if Javante ever were to get hurt, that you'd rather have anyway, right? Um, so Piran can be dropped if you still have him. I think McLaughlin seems to be a potential flex option moving forward. Um, also, just want to add that the Broncos suck. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, a few pieces of news. Uh, Deshaun Watson likely not playing. Not really sure what's going on here since apparently he was medically cleared before the bye. Something smells a little fishy. But you have to downgrade Amari Cooper this week. PJ PG, Walker will get the start for Watson. They're going up against the 49ers. Not going to be pretty at all. Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking forward to that one either. I mean, regardless no. of who was starting at quarterback, like it would have been a little bit better with Deshaun Watson. But at this point, like even if PJ Walker is a little bit better than what they have with Dorian Thompson Robinson before the bye, like that just gets nixed because of the 49ers matchup. So I, I'm not really looking. I'm not confident in any Browns wide receivers. Or I would have been fine. I would have been perfectly fine playing Amari Cooper in this game as a wide receiver too if Deshaun Watson was healthy. But yeah. he's not, and it sucks. Exactly. Uh, Jeff Wilson's still limited in practice. Uh, his running back coach said that you know he seems like he's ready. Uh, but I'm not really sure you can trust him this week if he is active. You never know. Like they could give him ten to fifteen carries in this game. This is a game where they're going to go up. Okay, they're going. You know, they're they're playing against the Carolina team that is not that good, and it's going to be a positive game script. And uh, Raheem Moser is going to absolutely kill it, right? But yeah. Jeff Wilson, they're they're still it's still kind of up in the air whether he's going to be able to play. Um, Justin Herbert practicing in full with that broken finger. So that's good news. It's on his non-throwing hand, uh, but it could affect the way that he takes snaps and stuff. Don't be surprised if you see a fumble or two. Hopefully he'll be all right there. Uh, Austin Eckler is practicing in full. So it looks like he'll be good to go. That's great news. We're going to welcome him back to the scarce amount of running backs that we already have. Uh, Chris Olave practicing in full. Derek Carr practicing in full. We should get this duo going once again. Mike Evans got a limited practice in on Thursday. We'll see what he ends up doing today. Uh, a little hard to trust if he plays, but I still think he's like a low-end wide receiver too for me. Amon Ra was upgraded to a full practice, and it doesn't seem like Jameer Gibbs is playing this week after not practicing again on Thursday. Sam Laporta not practicing on Thursday after being added to the injury report. He was fine on Wednesday. Not good on Thursday. Not a great sign. It's a calf injury. Have to monitor this on Friday. We we did take him out of the rankings 
because if I had to guess, my guess is that he doesn't play. If he gets a limited in today, then we'll reconsider that. But it doesn't seem great right. as of right uh, now. <laughs> this is really annoying because Sam Laporta, he came out of nowhere and he was like a reliable tight end one. Now everyone finally crowns him like you know a real tight end one. And now he's going to be injured and we're right back to square one. It's like he never even existed this week. So that, that sucks. It's it's terrible. I, I do want to see if he does practice. You know, if he does, I, I mean, with the way the tight end landscape is, you're going to have to start him if he plays. Like, if he does play, I'm not going to, like, think twice about starting him. I'm going to put him in. But yes. I think with the way this happened, it, it reminds me of Jameer Gibbs last week. And I, I just don't think that he's going to play. I think that's just how it's going to be. You know, when it comes up in the middle of the week like this, especially towards the back half of the week, like if it happens on Wednesday, there might be a little bit more time. I know it was only Thursday. It's one day. But that does make a difference, I think. So I, I think that we're going to be looking at Sam Laporta not playing this week, and that, that sucks. It does suck. Uh, Evan Ingram did get a limited practice in on Thursday after not practicing on Wednesday. So better news for him. Uh, you know, he's Mr. Consistent. Um, no, I'm sorry, not Evan Ingram. What am I talking about? I meant to say Darren Waller. Darren Waller um, got in a limited practice. Evan Ingram actually did, in, in fact, practice in full on Wednesday. So no worries there. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm talking about Darren Waller. Sorry. So it is possible <laughs> that Darren Waller ends up playing in this game. And we'll get to those rankings in a little bit. Uh, Miles Sanders, though, uh, not practicing on Thursday, second day in a row, shoulder injury. And it looks like to me, like that Chuba Harbor is going to be the guy this week, whether Sanders is active or not. Uh, he's been outplaying him. I think Harbor's a low-end RB2, high-end RB3 type of play this week in a decent matchup against the Dolphins. Obviously, this is going to be a negative game script, but Chuba can come through because he is being worked in uh, on passing downs and in the receiving game just a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Saquon Barkley, no idea if he's playing this week, man. Like, you would expect the vibes to be a lot better. I mean, obviously, you know, you have the Daniel Jones situation. He's probably not going to play this week. And the way that th this is going right now, you know, still got that huge like piece of tape on his ankle, like not great. Okay, so hopefully he can get like a full practice in like next week. I just don't think he's gonna get a full practice in this week. Can we just like not let him play this week? And then like you know we're trying to decide do we play Saquon or not? You know, and then like he gets like yeah. five snaps, and you're like, damn it! Like I didn't want to play. I knew I shouldn't have played him. Like it just kind of sucks, right? Like, what's the point? Like Daniel Jones is not even playing in this game. Like Tyra Taylor is going to get the start this week, and I don't know. I'm 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 fine with starting Darren Waller, but like Saquon, like you just kind of don't know what's going to happen here, right? And that's the way I'm treating it. I'm going in this game. And I'm just going to say Saquon Barkley isn't going to play. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume that's, that's the case. Save yourself the headache. I don't think he's going to play. If it happens where you know he does end up playing, then that's going to be it's going to be tough anyway because they're a Sunday night game. So you're going to have to make these decisions ahead of time. And then if suddenly he's active, it's going to re really just be a pain in the butt if that happens. But I think that just going into this week, assuming he's not going to be here, play him next week. That's the only way to really treat it. I don't think the Giants offense, even if he did play, is going to be that good. <laughs> they're, they're, they haven't been good the whole season. They're going to get stomped by the Bills. It's, it's just the way it's going to be. There's not it's much of a ceiling be in this offense anyway. Terrible. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Absolutely it's like, terrible. It's amazing we have two of these games where it's just like we know who's going to win. We know the Bills are going to win, and we know the Dolphins are going to win against the Panthers. So it's like tough matchups for some of these guys. But Who has a better Barkley, chance of losing, Zach, between those two? If you had to pick an upset. A better chance of losing? The Bills or the Dolphins this week? 
I, I think it would have to be the Dolphins because even though the Panthers aren't that good, they're healthier. So I think that yeah. gives them a better shot. But I'm not – don't take that as me like saying, <laughs> go throw all your – all your bets on like the money line for the Panthers <laughs> or anything like that. Don't go rushing to your sports book and place those All right, bets. Well, if you had to choose, if you had to choose one to go- cover, right? I guess I think we're probably would, going in the Panthers it's, direction. Yeah, it's a fourteen point. They're fourteen point underdogs, which is exactly pretty crazy. That's huge. I mean, that's a huge number. Yeah, you don't see that so, a lot, yeah. but I think that's the way the game could go. So, twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company. 